full of foolishness. My baby got a rambling mind. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Jesse B. Humbly welcoming you to the Autoflower Show. Thanks for joining us as we explore autoflowers from seed to soul. Follow us on Instagram to catch these interviews live at the Autoflower Show. Subscribe to the show's Patreon for bonus perks and content. And check out the brand new merch we have available over at www.teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the dash autoflower dash shop. Now let's find out what's growing ours. Go live with El Hasho. Go live. Is it going to work? That's the fucking question. El Hasho. Yo! Oh. <laughs> that is good. That is sick. Uh, I can't believe it let me do it. I know. This is fire, man. Can't oh, wait. I can't go sideways, can I? Oh, yeah, I can. We can both go sideways. No big deal. Okay, my phone isn't even on a tripod because I'm freaking out about this whole situation. Mine's on a stand from Amazon that is not probably not going to make it through this entire uh, <laughs> probably not going to make it through this entire thing that's all good we're here man fucking right okay dude i gotta get my computer just give me all a right. sorry you do what you gotta do bro what's up everybody all my uh, comments are on a warped angle right now let's see if i can fix this all right fucking hey man look i can't believe this is working this is really exciting uh, I don't know. This is all jacked up. This this stance sucks. Let <laughs> me see if I could rig something up here. Okay. Well, yeah, and while you do that, man, I'm gonna try and get out some invites here. See if we can get uh, some more folks in the in the live. Yeah, it sucks that we're both blocked, huh? Yeah, man. I I mean, it's uh, it's all the. It's the new changes of services and stuff, man. Like, I, I didn't get anything deleted. I don't do any posts that are about sales. Nothing like that. And so then... I, I haven't sold anything for three years. All I do is uh, I literally use my platform for charity work, and, and I'm, I'm banned from everything. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's much rhyme or reason to it, you know? I think what it's, what it's all about is that they're... They just... It's like blanketed, right? So they see what we're doing, and they think that we're doing harsh shit. Because it has yeah. to do with cannabis. Yeah. And it's, it's just brutal, man. But we, we got some fucking people in here, so... Such is life. We'll make it. Don't worry. 100%. 100%. So, first off, man, I want to say thank you so much for your time. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, man. It's, this, is, uh, this, is, this is kind of a, a dream come true, having you on the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. He said, All right. <laughs> kind of weird to hear somebody say that but i i, I do appreciate that i worked hard to have to have somebody say that so for sure man and i i think that it's just yeah i mean no no like i'm not trying to dick ride it's just dope oh no no i don't it. yeah yeah it's just a, it's just weird to uh it, it's it's weird to be given um to give to be given your flowers uh before you're dead i guess in our generation you know i see what you're saying yeah yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's weird to not be deflecting negative energy and trying to accept good energy <laughs> i feel you i feel it's a you. Bit different you know Word. okay so do you want to tell everybody what your name is uh like el hashel how you came up about that oh shit that's a long story <laughs> okay. i'll try and make it i'll try and make it really quick though 
Okay. Um, my name's actually Mike. What up, everybody? I don't know how many people are in here or whatever. 31. Oh, nice. Um, so my real name is Mike. Um, I, uh, shit, this is a long story, dude. How did I become El Hasho? Okay. Blah, blah, blah. I was, uh, I was in the skateboard industry forever. I was uh, the Billabong rep for close to a decade. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I was sponsored Bro. for a decade. Oh, by who? Just local shit. Local like shops. Like who? What? Uh, like the who? bakery was a local shop in Cologne. Because oh, you're, you, oh, you're in BC. Yeah. So I was the Canadian rep for a place called S&J Sales. So we were, uh, we were Billabong like owned basically. Yeah. And our major accounts were Billabong Element. Uh, those were like, look, Billabong owns Element, right? Yeah. So like it's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a small industry. So we had like real spitfire dgk i'm actually the the human being that brought dgk to canada that's what's up like as a brand yeah Dude, so that's tight I, I i lived a cool life so basically like to put it in perspective for you i'm a failed athlete <laughs> with no with no education no no no. i'm being harsh but yeah so i was in the skateboard industry for a long time um to make a long story short your your window of like your lifespan in that industry is pretty much as good as your last, you your know, last kickflip. Yeah, to, to put it blatantly, yes. Yeah. So even after being a rep for so long and getting to do a ton of cool shit and travel the world and uh, being in love with weed, oh, there she is. This is your full spec. Look at the color on your full yes, spec. It is. Yes, Fuck, it, it is. Crazy. I made that just so you could have it because I haven't produced anything in forever. Oh, man. Incredible. Thank you. So, so anyway, anyways, long so story short, left the we uh, left the skateboard industry, started traveling back and forth. Just you know, was a huge um, uh, weed head my whole life. Saw the saw the dawn of hash coming. Started making it. Fell in love. You know, I don't know what year that was. Got to be like two thousand, probably between nine and ten. Okay. Started traveling. Uh, came back. Instagram was popping off. I started a company called Pharaoh Farms yeah. that uh, did pretty well, got some notoriety in yeah. the country, uh, ended up selling that. Oh, wow, what a crazy story. Ended up selling that and um, going to rehab. Yeah. So I was in rehab. rehab for, yeah, I was in rehab for nine weeks in 2017. Fucking hey, man. Yeah, I was in rehab for nine weeks. Um, it worked the first time. I, I mean, I did... I guess just like everything else, it didn't really work. I worked, right? Yeah. Get into the skateboard industry. There's no easy path. Get into the hash industry. There's no, no easy, easy path. path. Yeah. So, I mean, glutton for punishment type shit. So, I did I did my rehab. It worked. I made it work. Um, you know, when I got back on Instagram, um, I just didn't know which way to go. And I know how crazy this sounds, but I just knew, Just I just, I just saw hash coming. There was nobody doing it in Canada at the time. There was okay. nobody to like look to. Um, and, and the ones that were sort of dabbling were out your way. Okay. Yeah. Learning, yeah. Learning anything at the time. I mean, to put it in perspective, if there's any Americans in the room, uh, Vancouver's as close to Toronto as like New York is to California. Like it's yeah. a five hour flight. You know what I mean? It's opposite ends of the world. Yeah. So, you know, the sharing of information, et cetera, wasn't exactly accessible. Um, 
yeah, so I, I was just uh, kind of stuck. I, I was a huge fan of uh, drug lords, like yeah. <laughs> straight yeah. up. I, you know, all my heroes are 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 dead drug lords, and uh, that's hilarious. Crazy to say, but it's kind of true. Uh, yeah, and uh, El Chapo, you know, El Hasho. It, 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 friends, it just kind of clicked the day that I was setting up the account. That's what's and, up. Uh, it it just stuck, bro. And then that, that brings me to graffiti. Yes. So you're obviously big into graffiti. So let me start by saying, fuck Virgil Abloh. <laughs> okay. Fuck, fuck. You want to talk about culture vultures? I'm not going to touch on this too much. Society is in, is in a crazy place, and I'm not going to get political here today at all. But I will touch on this. Let's stop using the term culture vulture as if it's a term anybody actually understands or uses properly. Because you want to talk about a culture vulture. Talk about a dude literally making a living off shit he doesn't do. Yeah. Shit he has no history in. Shit he has no place speaking on. Shit he has no place. You think Virgil Abloh is the first dude to write on his shoes? Sarah, my wife's actually sitting here. When I started Empire, what year was it? 2001? 2000? And we were sitting in the parking lot of the high school writing on my shoes. Remember? The white circus? Tell Virgil Abloh to get off my dick. <laughs> Get off skateboarding's dick. Stop selling $10,000 Louis Vuitton skateboards. Shit's lame. You're yeah. a culture vulture, sir. Fuck you. Okay. There it is. Graffiti. Yeah. Graffiti's just a part of skateboarding, man. 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm nothing without skateboarding. I wouldn't be alive today without skateboarding. And that's, and that's coming from a dude who's not good at skateboarding. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Again, I do. Yeah. I think the whole graffiti thing and um, I think I think just everything like it just stems from skateboarding just writing on your boards writing on your grip tape writing on your shoes fucking you know like look if anybody that grew up in my era I was born in 1980 if anybody grew up in my era and says that their major influences if you're a skateboarder your major influences aren't New York New York hip hop, New York fashion, and the city itself. You're a liar. Yeah. That was first. Brooklyn Banks, I could go on forever. Okay? That was first. California is the home, it's the hub, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, major, major contributing factor to that is is um D-boy, surfing, the culture, the the everything about it, the atmosphere. But if you grew up on the East Coast and you and you're gonna sit here and say New York wasn't so like hip hop, graffiti, skateboarding, um, like the first movie you ever fell in love with. If you ever ask anybody that and they say kids, you know that dude. You know that movie you know, was fucked. You don't gotta even ask another question. No. That motherfucker is somebody you can chill with. Fucking rights, man. That movie was insane. I remember being like 16 watching that fucking movie for the first time. Man, I don't even think I was that old. How, when were you born? 91. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm a puppy. I've, done, I've seen kids before. Yeah, probably. Years yeah. before you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's, that's a fucked up movie to watch before you're 11 years old. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I so remember wanting to do some cannabis shit. Yeah, yeah. I was ahead. wondering what was your first experience with cannabis and then also with hash. I'm sure there's two different stories there. So I have an older brother. I have a brother. Uh, we have a brother in the middle that passed away. 
Um, and uh, I have a brother that's about 14 years older than me. Okay. So that's huge. My first introduction to, to a lot of things was my older brother <laughs> snooping around drawers, etc. Um, so that was definitely my first introduction was finding some weed even nice. in his car or in his room. I don't even remember. Um, pretty sure I, I tried to smoke it, got sick. You know, that whole like got sick, tried to hide it from my parents. My dad kind of laughed it off like, yeah, sure. Like, um, and then I, I kind of went straight through all of high school. Uh, again, thought I was going to be an athlete, thought, you know, really wanted to pursue traveling with a skateboard in my hand and making money and, you know, so probably didn't smoke that much throughout high school. Nothing I would like really talk about. It wasn't an everyday thing. Yeah. Probably around grade 11 or 12. It was just kind of hard, you know, Yeah. Well, downtown all day. Your friends are all smoking. Anyways. So that, yeah, I mean, it's either my brother's bedroom or car, wherever I first found weed, smoked it with a homie in the park. Didn't feel so great after. And then waited a few years and, Got into it. Now, what about, high school thing, you what know? about cultivation? Did you ever cultivate? So it's funny because people ask me that all the time. Sometimes I'll meet people and they'll just assume that I grow. So they'll start with, so what are you growing right now? What genetics do you like? Blah, blah, blah. I don't, man. I, I actually find growing to be like a source of uh, anxiety. Okay. I, I, I do have a personal grow. It's very small. It's with a very good friend of mine. And I think the reason that I can even... Um, I can even stomach it is because he pretty much handles it. Yeah, he's the head grower and, and you're he's the, the grower. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's really the grower. So I do have my outside my outdoor, <laughs> my outdoor plants that I do. Um, yeah. I have good friends that really give me the best cuts, especially for outdoor. Um, so it's a real no brainer. I, I mean, if it rains, I don't do shit. If it doesn't rain, I, I water it. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a cultivator cultivator cultivar i'm not a cult i'm not a strain of weed yeah um, i'm not a cultivator I, I my my respect level for for guys that grow i can just imagine waking up one morning and you got pm or something's drooping or and you're just like i'm not a doctor how i'm not a botanist how do i know and then you're googling like yellow leaf tips like i fuck no nah, i can't yeah totally. i can only fight what's in front of me i like getting into it you know yeah, that's, I like getting cold and dirty and washing hash. And, well, that's what I was going to say. That's why hash is for you is because, you know, you're presented with it and then you deal with it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I like obstacles. Yeah. Like yeah. skateboarding. You, you can overcome the obstacles for sure in hash where with with cultivating, it's a guessing game sometimes. And it's right. too long. Yeah. Oh, and, and it's long patience. Yeah. The patience that skateboarders don't have. No, no. What we, do, what we do have is tenacity, though, to overcome obstacles just like you're saying it's, I think it's yeah i like i like to grow i find it um relaxing or whatever but i only grow you know four to eight plants at a time yeah um, and, but then when it comes to it man like i was a professional musician for years i was a sponsored skateboarder as we talked about so my entire life i've chased what i love to do yeah. right and then with hash making hash is by far the most peace i've ever found while doing a job oh wow okay yeah, I'm just like in it, man. We don't share the same feeling. <laughs> really, man. I just for no. some reason there I feel like it's my purpose. Fuck. God bless you. Yeah. It's, it's truly like it's how it's a I tough feel job. Like, it's a tough that? job. 
Yeah, I love it though, man. And the, like another thing too is I don't really like the heat. So being in a cold room is nice. I just think nice. when anything becomes your job, it changes it. So, but it just like for me in skateboarding, I stepped away from it for years and years and years. I say I became so bitter towards the industry, bitter towards the politics. Why aren't certain kids getting attention? Why, like, why is my my budget only go so far? Like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I loved skateboard. It's still every bit a part of who I am and where I ended up. And same with hash. Um, but I think when you start doing things every day, every single day as a job instead of as a hobby and to pay your bills and feed your family, and then, and then you, start, you start muddying the waters with, you know, what am I worth? Am I getting enough? Am I this? Am I that? And I'm 41. I'm turning 41 in September. Yeah. So I think, I think being an early to mid-20-something person chasing a dream you have all this failure time and that's i mean i tell people this all the time man like you know like with growing it it has these unique challenges and it presents this crazy set of like it brings out a personal side of you that you may not know you had in terms of resilience and hours in front of a computer and reaching out to people i tell people all the time if you don't like to fight and if, you're, if you think losing in any facet of life, a, a game, a sport, a fight, a, a bet, if losing at all affects you mentally outside of like a 30-second lapse, yeah. you don't hash ain't for you. No. Because you could be the best in the world, which there is no best in the world. There never will be a best in the world. That is completely subjective. Yeah. Anyways, I can go on forever about how dumb of a statement picking a, like a best hash maker is. But... But um, it's such a unique everyday struggle because mm -hmm. even if you don't fail and you're working with a material that you're just not excited about, it's, it's washing ugly, it's pressing ugly, but that's your job. Yeah. It doesn't I'm, matter. Totally. You, lo you lose the artistry. And I think that's where guys like me, and listen, I'm not speaking for anybody. I'm saying that's where I think it presents a problem for guys like me is I quickly revert back to, like, don't tell me what to do. Okay. It's almost like a childish reaction that I have sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to stop it. Um, but and I get that. I it's just frustrating. Like, somebody yeah. the other day in the lab was like, don't you love this? And I'm like, look what's coming off the press right now. Do you love this? Or yeah. are you just so enamored by being in the lab for your first time that you have sure. no expectation. You know, it's like that ignorance is bliss stage. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Like, I wish I could get back there. But now hash, is, it's, it's, uh, it's not just my hobby. It's not something I, I choose to do every day. It's something I must do every day. Yeah. Now, with, with music for me, I thought the same thing was going to happen. Right? And it did. Right? When I was, I was a full-time musician, like, all, every night of the week I was playing music. And it got to a point where, yeah, I won't touch a stage unless I'm getting X amount of dollars. I won't do this and I won't do that. And just like what you're saying, right? I, I, I built up this like, um, yeah, like it became work, right? 
But at the it's same work. time, at the same time, I knew that I was doing what I loved, and so that alone, holding on to that one fucking thing, made oh, yeah. it so that. But here's another thing too: is my parents don't do what they love. Don't hold on too long, though. For anybody listening that's young, and listen, let me say two things. A, I don't want to come off sounding like I don't appreciate. You have to understand something. I didn't have mentors. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have anybody to look to. I didn't yeah. have anybody. The people that I looked up to, and we're not saying names, and we're not we're not going to do any of that negative shit today. Word. Um, it's just crazy how the people that I once looked up to or set a standard of, like, oh man, that guy, oh that's so crazy. Like, how did they do that? They must be. I'm this like, you know, sort of like naive baby at the time, um, not realizing that that I'd be putting myself out there to the wrong people. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like everything, I don't want to sound like I'm bitter about what I do. It's just that <laughs> when I started doing it, I had no, it was like skateboarding. You have nobody to blame. You have nobody to look to. There's no major source of information. Everything was earned. Nothing yes. was handed. Not for any of us that started here in Canada. And I could name like, there's two people that I know of that were doing similar things to what I was doing prior to me. Um, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch that were have never even started Instagram. So they're like, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, it, it's, it's a passion project, I guess, to sum it up simply, it, it's definitely a passion project. And I think my passion is now turned into just like, changing the system like i think a lot of people don't realize like how much work i do with the ontario government like how many of my days are spent uh lunch and learns phone calls like i don't even actually make hash as much as i'd actually like to um, because you got to deal with the bureaucracy there's the just country. so much man yeah and, and 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 shout out all the people that have reached out um you know it's crazy when i you know you go back two to three years i was getting you're a sellout, you're ruining the industry, you're taking food off our tables, um, you're working for the people that used to put us in jail, blah, blah, blah. So let's clear up a couple things. A, I don't work for anybody. Any of my ventures, I'm an absolute owner. So you got to think about it like this. Instead of using your opportunity to hit my DM or, or say something nasty or... Um, <coughs> Take it as your opportunity to tell me how much I fucked up or what I've done to the legacy market. First of all, most of the people saying this are so much younger than me. I don't even feel bad saying this, buddy. You're talking to the legacy market. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Yeah. First. Secondly, I haven't taken money or food off anybody's table. What happened is life progresses just like alcohol, just like any other industry, life progresses. People have to be willing to transfer over so Adapt. that that progression takes place properly and with pride and with, with the love of that illicit industry. Like, buddy, I, I, you know, we're not going to talk the negativity shit, but I want to tell you something. I'm not going to call people's names out, good or bad. A lot of people in this industry that a year or two years ago were telling me I was everything horrible under the sun have literally reached out, how do I get in? Yeah. Hey, do you know anybody at 
this board of government. Hey, do you know anybody? Hey, if I was to, to sign a contract, you think I could talk to you about what you did with your con- What did your lawyer tell you? What did- a lot of people have reached out. Yeah, I'm not trying to point my finger at anybody. So that's rude. But what it's I'm saying the way is, the world is moving. Though, if you can't move with it, you're going to be left behind. So, who would have opened those doors if I hadn't? Well, somebody, so, right? Somebody, exactly. Somebody, right? nobody. But when it was going to happen, and no, so the food or whatever, the food that was being taken off the plate, as they're saying, it's, was going to have that. The the, the dispos were going to get on it. That was, and, and let me ask you, to, to the people that think I was taking food off anybody's table. Do you think I control pricing? Yeah. Do you think I control the government's fucking end narrative? Do you really think I'm that powerful? Because I, I bet you think I'm mad at you for saying that. Dog, I appreciate you so much for thinking that I hold that kind of power. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel good. That's you know what I mean? I know that the OCS and, and other boards of provincial government appreciate the work I've done. They've reached out in beautiful ways. I've changed a lot of things for people coming in, okay? We won't get specific. Just know that we're out here working. We're out here like, you think I appreciate the way that the way that product is handled from producer to government body to to sales? You think I approve of that? You think I don't want to go back to legacy days where I could whip something up one night, 12 hours later, it's in the customer's hands? Bro, we could do this forever yeah. about how much I wish I could change. But the reality is there's no change by screaming and stomping your feet. Nobody listens to an asshole. No. I learned that lesson the hard way too. Yep. I've remember Farrell Fox? Yeah, anybody in here remember who I... Anyways. There's not anybody that's ever reached out to me with any respect in the tone, in, in the pre- presentation of the way they've reached out, uh, that I haven't helped. There's the people that work hard, that were in my circle of influence that I could reach out and touch. I got jobs. Like, I'm, like again, I'm not going to call anybody out. I don't know if they want people to know that they're in the legal side now. But you think between Big, Bull Rider, and my store, guys... Stop looking at anything that somebody does as a disrespect towards you. Think about it as this degenerate little fuck from Rexdale, Ontario, Canada, that no education, no nothing, but but some ignorance and some heart. I have went from rehab to fucking bro. I own a store in Queen West. I'm a head producer at Bull Rider. And, I, and and big and I have ownership in every single one of those if I can do it and, and I'm old as fuck instead of using any of your motherfucking energy or brain power thinking how you're gonna diss me DM me anything like that just know I don't give a fuck and I encourage you to think that if I can do it you can do it better yeah. And if you reach out to me with any sort of respect, I will tell you how I fucked up. I will tell you the downfalls to signing contracts early. I will tell you the downfall to not having a backbone. I will, t- I will help you as much, as much as I possibly can. Well, I can attest to that because I reached out with respect and here we are. You're on my show. And a lot of people have reached out, bro. Yeah. And I've been, I've been gone for like, I don't know. A year and a half, I haven't done any media. 
I haven't done anything with purpose though, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're always making a decision like, do I stay relevant and keep posting and be involved in all this fuckboy shit and have an opinion on everything? Yeah. It's tough. Or do I just work in silence in the background? You know? Well, you know what they say, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Like lasagna, I heard that, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. And I mean, yeah, like, I don't know, this whole COVID thing and uh, lockdown and everything, for me, it's just been, like, the greatest thing ever. Me too. It's been the greatest thing ever. Me as well. So for me... Shout out some Canadians, actually, while we're on the topic. Fucking right. It's funny because when... Um, Bull Rider is doing a bunch of media on like their team, so they we had filming days for like myself and I'll I'll leave out the other people's names, but a couple other artists. And when they asked me, you know, can we see your stash? Like, what are you smoking on? I guarantee they thought I was about to open like a case of just hasho. Yeah, not one. They're like, you have nothing of your own. I'm like, I I haven't produced anything outside of the legal market in two and a half years. Yeah. So all I really smoke is Canadians. So Canna Russ, Amorous Gardens. Word. Way better at making cash than me. Uh, this dude is not a company. I think he's just a dude. His name's the Cannabis Sommelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just his bought his stuff. book. He's coming on the show next week. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, my homie. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's his a stuff. And uh, Living Earth Organics and Vanspan. That's where my money goes these days. Straight Canadians. There you go. Straight Canadians. Have you tried Pineapple Reserve? Pineapple Reserve is dope. I, um, I just I just linked up with the guy. He lives relatively close. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go snag some. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, yeah, really stoked on his shit. Yeah, he's he's a he's just a good ass human being too. Like yeah, father, he's down father, family man. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, like. A lot of the dudes, man, a lot of the Canadian dudes, they out they're fucking talented, boy. Yeah. They're fucking talented. And some of the best people you're gonna meet, man. And look, we have our assholes. Believe me, I could sit here and talk about some people I would love to punch in the face for money. If anybody wants to do a charity boxing match, I will put my hand up first and I will pick my opponents i'll give you a list so if you have a promotional company and you're watching this we need to get charity boxing going i will be the first fucking match and i will give you a fucking fight i got a couple dudes for you triple my size that i will knock the fuck out <laughs> on to the next question that's but it has awesome. to be for charity that's tight dude. it has to be for charity but okay. like dude you got to think like i don't know should we say names like i already did yeah, you can. Uh-huh. Like Canada's got killers, bro. Yeah. Killers. Yeah. Killers. I've been everywhere. Killers. Vanspan. Slurm. Worm. Fucking um, Canarus. Living Earth. Fucking Hermitwood. Fucking, bro, there's so many. I'm leaving people out. Please don't be offended that I left you. Gastown. Gastown. Shout out Golden Sloth. I gave the head... The head hash maker for Gastown Gardens. Lifted Sloth? Lift, yeah. His nickname is fucking Golden Sloth. And I gave him that nickname years ago. That's I'm just fair. telling you, there's a, there's a rich history of hash in Canada. And it's it's beautiful that the U.S. leads the way, right? But our story needs to be told, bro. That's and you got, guys, you got guys killing, killing U.S. Killing 
in most in most most of the time, bro, killing. And you got to give respect. Don't call me a hash maker. Call me a producer, because it's very rare that I grow. Sieve, press. I I'm not single source ninety eight percent of the time. Mm-hmm. You cannot put me in the realm of Canna Russ, Living Earth Organics. You can't put me in their category. That's yeah. not fair to me. It's not fair to them. Those dudes are unicorns. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are unicorns. Mm-hmm. Those dudes can compete if they wanted to compete. They can compete with the best of the best in the world, hands down. Yeah. Unless I have not tried something that somebody can blow me the fuck away with. You know how people, you ever heard of Cash Tree Mason? Yeah. Cash Tree Mason is like the new cool dude to love, okay? In 2015, my wife and I met him through a friend who we went out to see in California who was like, yo, I got to put you on game. This dude owns a major hash company in California. Shout out Toasty MLC for the hookup. Shout out Poof for all the love that you showed us when we were there. You're a lot of the reason that I have this, this much love for the industry. Shout out Ryan from Extracted Colorado. Let me live on his couch and sleep with his dogs for weeks while he trained me. Some amazing people. And I totally lost track of what I was saying. It's okay, man. You were, saying, <laughs> you were just talking about oh, how... Yeah, go ahead. Shout out the Canadians. Yeah. Because, because there is a significant difference between a producer and, and a single soil um, hash. Single, yeah, single source hash. Single source. My bad. No um, there's, there's, there's a, gin, a gigantic gigantic error in calling me what you should refer to them as. Not that I couldn't make the same quality hash. You're just not growing. It's just not coming out. Material, yeah. But that's the beauty. And one day, hopefully, hopefully we all get to sit in a room together. You know, it's like, I, I always had this idea of like, imagine Jay-Z and Kanye and fucking like Erica Badu and Method Man and, and not all in in the same room. Most deaf Talib, all in the same room. Bro, you could cure cancer with the fucking brain power in that room. Yeah. You could elevate the world with the brain power in that motherfucking room. Well, let's make it happen. We need to do that with Canada. Canada. In general. Canada. Whatever the fuck we do. Mm -hmm. We need to be our biggest fan the way... Bro, the way people hate me from be- being my biggest fan, A, stop. You're wasting your time. Your opinion's never going to make, make a fuck a difference to me. Ever. Ever. It's never going to feed my kids. It's never going to... Fuck. Don't even bother. Save yeah. it for yourself. And I'm telling you, be your biggest fan. Imagine this. Imagine we told every three-year-old girl she could be the president. I don't care what color she is. Imagine we told every five-year-old boy he could be Lionel Messi or fucking Ronaldo. Bro, train your mind to think you're great. And then if you fail, you're in a group of billions of motherfuckers. So who's going to point their finger at you like, haha, you failed. Bitch, you fail every day. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. We all fail. Yeah. I'm nowhere near where I want to be in life. I'm not trying to bring anybody else down. No. If you think you're great, cool. Be great. Don't be great at my expense. Yeah. Don't, don't use me as a stepping stone to be relevant. Don't, 
Don't use another person to bring down, to bring you up, because that's fake. That doesn't exist. So nobody, nobody paying attention is going to give you any credit or, or love or respect. As soon as they catch the play, you're a goof. Don't talk <laughs> down. When you talk down on somebody else, you're talking down on how educated you are. You're yeah. talking down on how your parents raised you. Because to yeah. the people paying attention, you look like a fucking clown. So let's change that narrative. Because if you're sitting around making fun of anybody successful, you're a fool. Period. And most successful people are not super educated. I don't have an education outside of high school. I was expelled in grade 12. So all I'm saying is, I'm the biggest loser on earth. And I'm following my path. So let me do that and enjoy that and have that. And you do you. And do that as best you can. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't. Like if you're five foot one, you're not making it to the NBA. That's pretty much a reality you're going to have to live with. Doesn't mean you can't be a coach. It doesn't, doesn't mean you can't mean, be in the NBA. Exactly. Doesn't mean you can't be in the NBA. I love that I couldn't shit. be a skateboarder. I couldn't be a skateboarder. So instead, I was like, you how do rep. I give back to skateboarding in the biggest way I possibly can? I became Word. a rep, hated my life, worked for minimal fucking money, but took every single dollar. True, true story. TJ Rogers, who is a Red Bull pro, blind pro, S footwear, bones wheels, one of the probably one of the top 10 most popular skateboarders on the planet. I know who TJ Rogers is. Started off as a kid that nobody would touch with a 40-foot fucking pole. I gave up my fucking clothing and hard good budget as a rep that I should have used for every other account in Canada to give to their um, their, their, their team, their, their events, their, my sponsorship money to, to clothe myself, to go to, to sales meetings, etc. I gave to all kids like TJ's the biggest example because I put TJ on. I yeah. put Brandon Del Bianco. I, like you especially, bro, I could tell you stories about Canadians because you were there. You, you did it. Yeah. I could tell you stories about Canadians where you're like, you fucking know that. Bro. But I'm 41. Yeah. I was at the dawn of that industry in Canada. I'm yeah, at the yeah, dawn yeah. of this one. You got it, a little bit of luck goes a long way too, right? Recognizing, recognizing you're in the right place at the right time. That's it a happened. fucking, that's a monumental thing, bro. It happened with me with the Autoflower Show. There's only one other Autoflower podcast in the world. There you go. Right, and and so I don't only talk about Autoflowers. I like to bring them up every episode. Um, but yeah, I knew that there was a hole that needed to be filled. There's always a hole that needs to be filled, bro. Always. That's the, that's the beauty of life. It's ever changing. Yeah. Like mark my words, five years from now, the black market, bro, that's going to be something that you, like we talked about, like prohibition. Like Mm -hmm. remember when they smuggled fucking alcohol from this point of Cuba to this point of the United States, because it's the closest parameter, blah, blah, blah. That's like, no, it's never going to go away. Bro. What do you think? 710 labs did in the U S What's the point of going and traveling to the U.S.? Let's say you go to L.A. You can go get the best weed, the best hash, the best everything legally. Is 710 Labs a sellout? No, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. For, for, for you not having to go to some bodega in Compton to grab your hash because you met yeah. some dude online. And really you're getting set up. 
because you're from out of town. Like, I'm not saying that that happens. No disrespect. I love LA. I'm using that as an example. But like, not only does the black market have very limited time left, you're not, you're not going to, I don't recognize it today from three years ago. So if you're still in the black market, still sitting there going, it's never, I'm going to fight this fight for the rest of my life, bro. Stop. That's my only advice to you. Stop. You're wasting a ton of energy. <laughs> it's like, bro, I know. Read my DMs. Well, that's why I don't read DMs or respond to DMs anymore. Yeah. It actually took me a while to, to get to you because of that reason. I'm sure you got yeah, so many in the requests that you're just like, you can't handle it. And I probably like saw Autoflower Show or something like that. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. I'm not talking about shit because every time I open my mouth, I get in <laughs> fucking trouble. So yeah. it's yeah. only now that like, we kind of made it you know what i mean like you can't like the work that i've done over the past three years it, it can't be undone yeah do you know what i mean so i don't mind speaking about it or or on anything now because i have nothing negative to say it, you know that's that's uh that that was a that was a, a childish um man i've had to say so many apologies to people you know like genuine genuine apologies like hey bro i was a piece of shit so you know anything that i might have said or did or <laughs> like i hope i hope you have it in you to be big enough to just accept this apology because it's a legit apology like you could screenshot this. like i dm people and be like yo you could screenshot this and blow me up all over instagram i golf hash was a fucking he was a drug addict i told you like no i told you like you don't need to you don't need to tell anybody i'm telling and i'm yeah. saying sorry you know and and to be honest Fuck, credit goes out, man. Like, so much negativity in the world. It's all you hear about. But everybody everybody responded back to me with nothing but the, the most love and, and, and appreciation and humanity. They treated me very human, man. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm, I'm in the same shoes. So I was, a, I was a coke addict for, like, 10 years. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I guess. I'm just over, over a year club, getting that back. Well, yeah. I'm like, welcome to the club, bro. Yeah, yeah we've all been there. Um, but what I was going to say is, um, yeah, like I getting sober, COVID hit, I couldn't play music anymore. I got sober. I started the show, yada, yada, yada. And, and it's just been, yeah, it's been a crazy trip, but yeah. having to reach out to people to tell them how sorry I am for the asshole I was. Yeah. It's crazy, it's crazy. man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. But like you, huge love to those that responded, man. Hey, it's a testament to those people, man. Yeah. It's very easy in this day and age. Like, it's you, you want to know what's super crazy? Like today, this morning, I, I follow this dude who's a who's a celebrity. So I I won't say his name because that's not yeah, fair. Yeah. He's not not here to defend himself. But yeah, I saw him post something this morning. Huge rapper. He, like not huge, huge, but like definitely cult following style dude that you'd probably know. Yeah, and he was making fun of Conor McGregor. In like yeah, a really okay. nasty way online. Because of the temper tantrum? Because of yesterday, right? And yeah, I'm yeah. like, hey, bro, like, no disrespect, but like, have you looked in a mirror lately? <laughs> you're, you're not like a fucking 10, you know? And yeah. it seems really weird that you're, you're attacking this man for being classless and blah, 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 blah. And you're handling it so classless. And, and like, you're such a talented wordsmith. Like, you're such an intelligent dude. So this nasty 
start. And my, you know, I shouldn't have been like, hey, dude, you're fucking ugly. Like, who are you talking to like that? Yeah. But no joke, he responded back to me. He must have had time today because yeah. he responded. I was like, the fuck? Dude, I had to ask my wife, like, yo, did this guy just respond? Like, this is fucking epic. I got a screenshot of this. Bro, we talked for like 45 minutes. Really? And at the end of it, he's like, bro, thank you so much for making me realize, like, real G shit, man. Like, everybody's got to learn someday. And I'm like, yeah. bro, I was just so shocked that you did it. Yeah. I'm like, you're so smart. Yeah. I can't believe you let your emotions, because we're human, right? 100%. Sometimes we need that position. check, too. Huh? Sometimes we need that check, right? Like, like you, you don't know oh, him, but a homie fuck. checking, somebody coming in and being like, dude, you're incorrect right now. Oh, all the time, bro. Sometimes I have need... friends that did that for me for so long and yeah. I didn't listen for so long, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's really funny how I say, it's really funny how weak people are because I consider myself super strong. Yeah. And, and now it points out a weakness in me because I told you earlier that I sold Pharaoh Farms years ago, blah, blah, blah. And I did. 100% true. I made it sound like I did that under my own volition. I didn't. Yeah. You didn't I was it. a train wreck. Yeah. And my buddy was nice enough to see the value in Pharaoh Farms and yeah. be like, your family's going to need this, but you're going to rehab. Here's this money. Don't fuck up again because we're not friends. Anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like you fuck up, we're we're tying you up, and they're they're gonna have to come find you. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, all right, all right, game on. You, game you're on. lucky to have had somebody like that, man. Super luck, bro. Every, yeah. I, you got you got to be lucky in life. <laughs> but you, well, also you know what I call luck, or what? How I describe luck, or whatever I say, luck is is only being prepared for opportunity. A hundred percent. Because that's hundred acknowledging the opportunity, mm -hmm. attributing what you see to an opportunity. Look, I tell people this in lab demos and training all the time. They'll ask me what I'm looking at. What are you looking at when I'm looking in the buckets, when I'm looking at the press? What are you looking at so intently? Yeah. The act of washing, stirring hash is fucking the easiest thing in the world. Sure. What are you looking for the whole time you're washing? Where are you stopping? Where's your parameters? Where's yeah. enough? Where's too much? Where's too little? Where's the color? Where's the heads? Where's wh why is the weed breaking down so fast? Why is the ice melting so fast? I can tell on a press, on a press instantly within 30, 45 seconds, you can say, oh, this is a 91, 20 pull. Oh, the survey says that you're a fucking liar. Though. Yeah. That that the same that same confidence it all re revolves around confidence, bro. That same confidence that you use to attribute your skill in understanding music, your skill in seeing that opportunity and not being lucky, but acknowledging an opportunity, is that same acknowledgement and that same skill you use in the lab. Yeah, you, you're constantly looking, you're constantly learning, you're constantly failing to get ahead. One thing I like to do too is is to think outside of the box is a really like it's really difficult. Shout out Subsidium, fucking right. Make yeah. noise, Wook Crew, Reup One, all the homies, Cannabis Sommelier. Sorry, that's okay. That's okay. I I can't even remember what I was gonna say. 
Can you give me 30 seconds to light up this uh, this banger? And you prep a question. Here's a good question about hash. Why don't we take some questions? Because I see people going off. I've got one question from the audience. All right, cool. Because I can't. Everything's on a tilt for me, so I can't read it properly. It says, "Al Hasho, did you find them exotic backwoods on a queen?" I did. Yes, thank you, Tenzin. Yeah, it's it's actually out. Out here in the six. Yeah, out here in the six. That's my yeah. boy. Yeah, that's my boy. That's the one audience question. If you guys have questions, there's a there's a question mark here by the comments over. So if you come over like down to by where this comment, there's a question mark. You can head or slam some questions over. We're actually down to the last twelve minutes of the live and oh wow. We're gonna do a giveaway. Cool. Right? You got we got uh so I got my wife actually, she's been lining up the wheel of names as people have been popping into the live. Oh sick. Yeah, yeah. So we can the last whatever few minutes we can do that. I do have a new question that's popped up. It says, would you ever consider taking interns? Uh, man, that's a long list, unfortunately. Yeah, so, I was going to say, that list's got to be long. The best right. I can say right now is that I have one, um, and um, there will be an opening for a second when the second big lab is ready in about a month. But the only thing I could tell you is stay posted to my story or big story, big limited or whatever else we are big now. Yeah. Big LTD, big limited, stay posted and send in your resumes. Work. That's, okay. Yeah. That's the best answer I have for that. That's awesome. No, that's, that's great. Okay. So the next one's from the Mando weed. I'm sure. Have you, you got to know this cat. He's got the best fucking hash memes out there. Um, Anyways, he says, tell us about your plans on the material you've got lined up for the next drops, genetics, and who's cultivating. So I'm not actually allowed to do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (coughs) But what I can say is that Big is now a staple in the OCS in Ontario. We're not uh, like a pick, come as you go brand. We're an everyday stocked brand. So we'll always be on Ontario shelves. Yeah, and it's actually available out in BC now. BC, Alberta, New Brunswick. We're in five provinces now. Um, there will be a limited Christmas drop, um, probably right before Christmas or around that holiday time. Um, I'm not sure if we're calling it like Hasho's Choice or Hasho's something, but it's a limited drop where I'm actually physically choosing the genetics. Um, working with a producer to produce something, test something, and then put out a very micron-specific drop. So come the holidays, we will have a 9120 or even 9160, um, but I won't be including a 70 bag. That'll be in, in the 45. So there'll be a 45 to 90 and a 90 to 120 micron-specific drop coming to um, Ontario and bc and other provinces but i i unfortunately i'm not allowed to talk about um i think that was a lot of information that's a lot of for people to look for yeah yeah no yeah. that was great yes. um we actually have a shitload of questions that have built up <laughs> i don't think people realize they could ask questions okay so 
Hey, shout out my sponsors again. Shout out the sponsors. Supreme Rosin, Wook Inc., um, um, Sasquatch Rosin Press, Joel, everybody there. Congratulations on the new baby. Um, fuck, everybody at Supreme Rosin for all the filming and love that they've showed me over the years. Um, Dr. Susio, Poof, all the dudes from California that took a chance on a stranger from the fucking internet. Uh, Ryan fucking much love to everybody man okay let's finish some questions okay so um what's the best way to get a get rid of fats and lipids wash in a very cold environment wash quickly uh press through i mean damn it's a tough one because fats and lipids are water-based right so if the handling of the material isn't fast 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 and cold and real specific you know, it's it's tough because they're membranes just like anything else. So the water will pull them through the micron, like through the screens. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'll ever find wax that's like fully free of fats and lipids. But the finer, the finer, uh, the finer pulls and the finer presses will be the majority should like if you're talking about six star hash, if that's our that's our our goal. Those are those are pretty free of anything but heads. So the yeah. fats and lipids are to a, to a minimum, but those heads are made of, you know, a percentage of fats and lipids. That yeah. membrane has to have some fat in it. I have a question, and I mean, I've done some research on the answer, but I'd like to hear it kind of from a human. Um, what 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 is so wrong with fats and lipids? Um, from a medical standpoint, I would say I would say research it um, because combusting them or or vaping them. Uh, does have its negative effects on your lungs. Like poor, poorly made rosin. Uh, John and Scott are very lucky to work with me as well, just so you know. I'd say just as lucky. Um, but uh, poorly made rosin is probably more dangerous. I see, again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but poorly made rosin is, a, is terrible for your lungs. It's, it's right up there with BHO. Because good BHO, filtered properly, purged properly, there's not really there's not really much chance of you getting sick. You probably eat more BHO than you realize. Eat. It's in your food, right? So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so next question from the audience. Um, are you going to be going to any events coming up? I have no plan to be uh, at any events. Except for this charity boxing match. I will charity box the fuck out of two people. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I will charity box the fuck out of two people. Okay, so I don't I don't necessarily understand this, but I'm thinking you will. So you're telling me Cookie Monster is two years old? Do you understand no. it? No, sorry. Okay, I thought it might have been an inside whatever question. I gotta like tilt my head to read these questions. Yeah, sorry, me too. That's okay. Um Yeah, Scott, much? thank you. That's okay. Um, okay, so as far as that inter internship is concerned, what would you be looking for as far as experience and stuff when people do send in their resumes? I mean, if I'm going to pick an intern to work with, it's, yeah, I, I, it's I'll be honest, I kind of lied again when I said that. Like, you could send your resume in and they'll definitely read it. Like, Scott yeah. and John and the team that we have is, cr is crazy diligent about everything. Um, but just... The likelihood is is that if they don't know your name already, you're probably not going to get the job. Say that again. I said the like like this is just me talking out of my ass, right? But I assume that the likelihood is if they don't know your name already, 
you're not going to get the job. That's a great answer. So yeah. you, you've probably, you're probably in a bit of trouble trying to get a residency with us because I have about four or five people that I know have not transferred to, to the legal side yet that, yeah, good. Good. that yeah. I would, I would, when I say four or five people, I mean, they're all in the same exact position. It's not like there's a first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. If any of them wanted in. I'd be like, so when you move into Ontario, we'll pay yeah. you this much. Like, I'll yeah. make it happen for you. Yeah. So it is like, then you'll have someone in the room that you could possibly learn from too. A right? hundred. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. In a perfect world, that's the goal. 100%. Just being surrounded with people that are like, I constantly can't sleep on. That's the goal. That's the goal. This is, a good, this is a good question because you're in it, man. So I'm wondering, um, Limestone City Glass wants to know, when do you think the marketing regulations will shift? <sighs> Far. That's, a, that's some time away. Right? Because right now we can't, like with Instagram and shit, like we couldn't go live on my main account because a post was deleted. Right. Welcome like, to my life. Yeah, we're already in. We're already in this like crazy no marketing for cannabis whatsoever. Even alcohol has an easier time marketing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So fucked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, we yeah. can talk That's, about that forever. I can't even guess how many years, but we're five years away, probably. Word. Okay, so we've got three minutes left here. Okay. We should probably do this wheel of names. Cool. So let's spin this giveaway. So. Ooh. It's spinning. So Northwest Dabber, 710. If he's in here, or she, sorry, um, hit, the com hit the comments. We'll keep going with the interview. And if they're in here, then, uh, then yeah. Okay. October this year, First Amendment happens to Cannabis Act 20... 23 is full revision. That's what the cannabis sommelier says. <clears throat> okay, so even if they propose revisions in 2023, it's not happening, you know, it, April 2nd, 2023, if, it, if it's proposed. So, yeah. I just, I just think it's going to be a learning curve. Look, yeah. they just have to figure out how to regulate it properly. And by that, I mean make their money, right? Yeah. Every province is going to face unique challenges for, for, their, for where they are and the type of population that surrounds each that in the province again? northwest dabber 710 yeah okay so he still they still haven't hit us up here in the comments so maybe we'll do like a going once and we'll go up to five going twice and you may start seeing things change yeah yeah three times so you've got a couple of years until it starts to trickle and then the trickle will take years and, and it'll be multifaceted right no. Yeah, there's a lot that needs to change. A lot, so it's not going to be like overnight. They're going to change 15 different fundamental issues. And yeah, that's true. Um, Give okay, time. Another question we got. I can check and see if he's in here. What's your favorite strain to make hash out of and, and press? Anything with a tangy in it. Okay, why is that? I love it. I love. Uh, there's a there's a strain called Dolato too. It's mm -hmm. D O U G H hyphen yeah. lato uh that's probably one of the favorite my favorite things i've ever worked with and then yeah anything that's really tangy based so you know purple punches mimosa is that, is that for the smoke is that yeah yeah okay yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, he is not in here. You got to wait, Meg. Yeah, he's he's not in here. Close that. Yeah, okay, so now we're going to spin again. Okay. We're down to fucking 40 seconds. So we could always go live again. It's up to, to you. To pick the winner if they're not, if this person isn't in here. Derpy Terpy Farms. I know he's in here. He's he's a member of the of the Patreon. Um, yeah, and we're we're boiling down, man. We got seventeen seconds. So what do you say? Do you want to go live again? Sure. It's okay. Up to you guys. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. I think everybody's gonna. There's still a ton of questions in there. Sure. We'll get a few more questions, though, guys. So what I'll have you do is when we come back live, we'll just do the live Q and A section, and you guys can put more questions in there. Derpy Terpy Farms was in there for sure. Let's get this to El Hasho. El Pedrino. Boom. Hey, everybody. We're back. El Hasho. What up? Let's go. Bam. Bam. Hey. What up? Hey, back. I didn't mean to take this uh, too, too long. I hope. You still have some okay. time. Is this yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, so Derby Turby Farms, he was in here for sure. I, I let's let's see if he rolls back in. Um, okay. just to double just to make make sure. Because I didn't get to see his name, but he was commenting the whole time. So okay. um, but anyways, if he doesn't show back up, we will we'll whip it off again. Um, I have some more questions while we let other people throw in their questions too. Just, I, I definitely had quite a few and <laughs> to ask many of them. I'm curious because, I mean, a lot of hash makers, um, they have different opinions on this. What do you prefer washing? Like for the actual work of it, um, live, fresh frozen, or cured? Like if you're a home grower, are you going to... Tough question. Yeah. That's a really tough question. Um, I mean, am, am I washing for myself? Yeah. Like that's... Most of the people uh, who are going to ask these questions are going to be home growers, right? So, and they're going to be growing in tents. That's my demo. I mean, okay, so it's a tough question only because, like, there's so many different outcomes. Like, is, is it all personal? Do you just want the most fire? Do you want the biggest number? Do you want a mix of the two? Or do you want it full spec? Do you want it micron specific? Like, it's like saying I want pizza tonight. Okay, cool. Yeah. What, what kind of pizza? And they're like, I don't know. You're like, all right, well, I'm not going to call fucking the pizza spot and be like, yo, can I get a delivery? My homie doesn't know what he wants, you know? So yeah. that's a really tough question. And I guess my answer without being a cop-out is I do both. Yeah. I, 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 want, I want both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to wash both. Now, um, okay, yeah, so your return on, on cured is typically or like, you know, it's going to be a little better? larger. Right? Not every time. Exactly. See, sometimes I hear people say things, and I don't mean you, I'm just saying in general. Sometimes I hear people say things, and I'm like, damn, where have I been for a decade? How yeah. come that never happened to me? Sure. Like, how come, like, when you gotta think, like, when you're 10,000 washes deep, and yeah. you hear people that, like, you've never heard of before in your life make these claims of stuff, you're like, shit, am I doing something wrong? Let me, do, let me try something tomorrow. Like, I've seen Fresh Frozen return numbers that you wouldn't believe. But I've also seen that same grower grow that same strain, wash it the same way the ne three months later, 
and get 4%. Yeah. You know, like, so, you know, it, it's tough and it's a bit of a, a sore point for me because I, I got into the legal side in the dawn of liars. So I used to say, so I used to be a bitter dude, okay? So I used to say this to people. Like, people would say shit to me and I'd be like, oh, cool. And you're basing that on all your years of experience? And they'd be like, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry for being honest all the time. Yeah. But like, you'd have guys, I'd, I would speak to LPs and they'd be like, oh, well, this hash maker told me that he's constantly seeing 11 to 13% yields. And I'm like, you need to hire that. I'm sorry, guys, I can't take the job. Yeah. You need to hire that guy. Yeah. You know the Michael Jordan of hash. <laughs> you know the one guy that can sit on the other end. Think of the ignorance. People think I'm cocky. Think of the ignorance it takes to boldface lie to a corporation during an interview. Knowing full well you have to go into the lab and do that. Yeah. And it's not possible. Yeah. Do you know how many times I heard shit like that when I was like a young, angry buck that just wanted to fight? Yeah. And I, would, I would just straight call people up. Like if this was like the let's talk trash and smoke hash with El Hasho show. Yeah. Bro, I would ruin some people right now and with receipts like with yeah. receipts yeah. but you grow you know yeah yeah you grow. You, yeah you grow. and you and you and you end up learning that letting people letting people hang themselves on ridiculous on their own ridiculous mouth is fucking awesome it's so much better to watch from the sidelines it is it really <laughs> is it really is because is. look there's nothing repeatable and, it, and there's trusted strains and they do, you know, uh, it's this percentage every time. And, but for me to sit here and act like God and be like, see, like, how do it's too hard, man. And this is what I'm saying. It reverts back to what we were saying before about categorizing people like myself who are producers to people like um, Canna Russ and Living Earth and guys like that that are single source. Yeah, you, you're you're talking about the guys that design the game and the yeah. guys manipulating the game. Totally different. Yeah, two different stories. 100%. Totally different, right? So the, even their information, their opinions, their source of record is going to be different than mine. I, I really try with hash and things of like things that are an art. Everybody that's a pro skater can kickflip. Everybody that's a pro hash maker can make melt. Okay. Yeah. So what's going to separate one guy's talent, who's obviously super talented, from another guy's starting material? A hundred percent. Now you have one set of people that are working with what's available. Yeah. You have one set of people that are like, "Fuck you and your availability. I'm gonna make my own." Yeah. Whole other gift. Yeah. Whole other gift. Yeah. Whole okay, other so, gift. So there's no there's no answer to like which one produces better. I've seen both do incredibly well. I've seen both skunk the producer. Skunk. There you go. There you so go. I don't have an answer for you. It's it, Yeah, that's the crazy thing about cannabis too. It's like when it's like trying to tell somebody who doesn't like to smoke, it's like, well, you probably just smoked the wrong strain, right? Like there's just so many different things, so many different variables involved. Or when somebody asks, what's wrong with my plant? It's like, well, I don't fucking know. There's so many things that could be going wrong with it. I don't know what you did to it in the first place. Yeah, bro, it's, you it's know? crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so Derpy Turpy actually it didn't come back in. It's been quite some time, too. So, uh, yeah. Run it. This shit again. Give her. Run it. 
Run it back. Run it back. Pirate boy. At this point, I mean, we're probably going to have lost some people. Pirate boy. Is not in here. Flip it off again. Remove. Run it until somebody's here. What's that? We should run it until somebody's actually in the room. Yeah. Jay Schwartzy. Or what we could do is we could fucking... I don't see Jay Schwartzy. Yeah, no. Hey, whip it again. That's that D block. I was like, hell yeah. No, maybe what we should do is write the next of these people out of here. Well, we'll we'll eventually hit somebody that's here. Yeah, that's true. No, no, that's fine. Just keep whipping it. We got lots of time. There's only eight minutes into this live. We can go live for an hour. Some strawberry guava by the Psalm. I think that's what it is. Wayne Brady. So that sounds like guava. Wayne. Wayne Bradley. <laughs> I was like, sick. However, he got that handle. No, no, Wayne. Rufio the dorky? My dog won it? Just kidding. <laughs> He's not on the list. I grow for me. He's fucking in here. Is he? Yeah, he is. He's Speak local. Now. And yeah, he's in here. Speak now or forever hold your peace. I grow for me. I'm fucking looking at his name. He's in the live. <laughs> Your dad rate's going off. Get that in you. I grow for me. He's in here. There we go, man. Okay, so um, yeah, I'll just get him to hit me with his with his info if you want, or he can reach out to your DMs. I'll lose it, bro. Or yeah. it'll go to my requests or something. Yeah, yeah. So just hit me up. I and uh, and I'll I'll get the information to El Hash. <coughs> it's uh, a banging gift. I have that one. <coughs> did he did he say he was in here? Yeah, yeah, he's in here. Fucking right. It gets to stay inside Canada too, which is nice. Send your sizing. Send your sizing, like shoe size, sweater size. Wow. Shoe size. That's dope. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make some shit happen, yeah. That's crazy, man. That is some sick shit. Um, yeah, dude, so hit me in the DMs. I, if anybody on. has any questions, ask now or forever hold your peace. Jazz Cabbages, what up? Everybody go follow the Jazz Cabbages. Oh, fucking right. Okay, back nine uh, band at 420. He asked this question in the first live, so I, I got to get it out. Um, he wants to know for... Um, Oh, he said, best advice for a newbie wanting to start washing hash. His first question was about the microns to press in, though. I thought okay, it was the so same we'll, thing. we'll touch on both, I guess. So what was the first question? Any advice for a newbie? Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, damn. 
don't spend a lot of money <laughs> because if you end up hating it, you're going to have a hard time selling a bunch of random Amazon hash making shit. Yep. So don't commit too much to, you know, bags. And I would get a five gallon set of bags. <coughs> um, and go buy like three or four pails from home hardware or home Depot, the five gallon buckets, the paint pails, they're, they're literally like two and a half feet tall, two yeah. feet tall. I don't know. The five gallon pails yeah. ice <laughs> just don't don't commit too much financially to it because i promise you especially starting off um you're gonna fuck up a lot you're gonna fumble it a lot um that's the top of the pail um it's gonna be a long learning curve it's it's like skateboarding you you don't just buy the best equipment and and everything falls together Fucking There's so much to do just to get your first wash accomplished properly and in the proper sequence and in the proper time. The proper temperature, in the, the proper, proper temperatures. environment. And, you know, I mean, it's like you know what? I take off. that back. Don't buy anything. Watch like two to three days, eight hours a day of videos. And I don't mean like random YouTube guys. Go to iceextract.com. Go to the big producers' websites because they have a lot of tutorial videos. Mind you, a lot of it is like um, to, to display their, their product or their machine or their bags or whatever, but it's great information. The Ice Extract website is a great source of information. Same with uh, Pure Pressure. And Frenchie's um, website. Frenchie. I would say that before you do anything, because look, you may get excited and pull the trigger and start washing a batch of hash, but how are you going to dry it? Yeah. Where are you going to dry it? That's the but hardest thing. As air a drying thing. hash, I wouldn't even do it. Like, I know how to do it. Yeah. And I've done it in big scale and small scale. And it's fucking tough. Yeah. Like. Very. Dumb tough. Yeah. So just don't. That's my advice. Don't. And if you don't have access to a freeze dryer, maybe just buy hash. Yeah. That's probably my advice. Yeah. Buy hash. Yeah. Buy my hash. <laughs> buy some big. 70 bucks, man. That's a fucking steal. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I'm serious. It's a big commitment, right? It's a big, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of energy. You need a you need a space that's capable of like literally being soaking wet all day without you ruining your mom's bathroom or some shit. Like, you need a hose. You need a drain. There's certain things you need. We live in Canada, you know? Like, you're not just going to empty buckets off your condo fucking roof, you know? Yeah. Or your, 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 your patio in your condo. You're not just going to dump buckets, you know? So I'd say learn, learn as much as you can before you go and invest even $100 in equipment. Fucking right. All right, man. Well, you know, there's been no new questions rolling in. So I think, uh, yeah, I th there's I a bunch in tough. here. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Are you, do you guys have any plans to do anything outside of live rosin with the rosin? Are you going to do capsules and edibles and carts and stuff like that? Yes. For the legal market? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That's very cool. Do you know any, do you have any information on that? Are you going to do all three? No. Oh, Jazz, Jazz Cabbage. He has a question. Is there anything you 
particularly look out for in flower that will indicate a and then it ends but i'm guessing he just wants to know what are you looking for in your starting material it's tough buddy <clears throat> um ontario's a bit of a a dead zone you know um a lot of the better grows are quite far away like whether it's montreal or vancouver or there's some very good micros popping up um we work with one called this cannabis farm or no hog wild farming hog wild farming um so making making relationships with micros is super important, uh, really really important. You you end up being able to like almost cultivate along with them once a yeah. year. So I love that because you can you can work with people very close to you. So keeping material frozen on a drive from a farm from harvest to my lab is a humongous problem. It's a it's a huge challenge. So. I don't exactly remember the question. That's okay because he fucked it up and he put he he fixed it. So we got the the new one. Okay. <laughs> so what he meant to say was anything you look out for in terms of physical properties of cannabis to tell you that it will extract and yield well. Again. So I know a lot of people will try and make claims that you know if it's a capitate stock and this and that and you, there's all these things. You know if you just google like What's the best way to harvest my fresh frozen hash? And you read like the top five articles, you will learn a shitload yeah. about people's opinions yeah. of when to harvest. Sure. Um, the crazy thing that you'll also learn at the same time is that everybody's opinion is different. Yeah. So you're really, again, choosing on preference, which is why I, I'm, not, I'm never dodging questions. I just don't want to answer like I know something that's not a fact. Like, yeah. Science hasn't proven anything. So yeah. who the fuck am I to have an answer type of shit? You yeah. know? Yeah. But I will say it, it has gotten advanced to the point of being able to recognize chalkier strains um, early on in growing cycles. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, the more people are using uh, certain cameras and closed loop, um, not closed loop, different loop, like jeweler loops and jeweler loops and microscopes. Magnifications and microscopes. Yeah, you know you're noticing that some some strains have tendencies to like just kind of arbitrarily like break like the membranes will just break uh, not even handled so there's so much that affects um again i forgot the question i'm so high it's right here in the bottom but it's uh yeah oh yeah there's so much that affects we've come so far that people people can now choose like at what stage they want to try pulling a, a head and some guys again back to like that cured and how cured and how far to let a plant grow you just watch those heads every day and you decide when they're too amber when they're not amber enough i don't want any amber you know people used to say i, I know a lot of people are going to remember this there used to be just like a thought in the industry that pulling your crop a week early whatever that yeah. meant yeah. a week early was how they got it white that's not true <laughs> you know that that does I hopefully long been proven uh, false, but Dispelled, yeah, long. But again, it's it's going to be a huge learning curve for me included because I have such a little, such little hands-on experience with growing. Mm -hmm. cool. So what I look for is fully developed what 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 seems to be bulbous heads, and the best way I can say to the naked eye is if you can see them, they're there. 
So now it's your job to get them frozen and shaken off properly. So even without a jeweler's loop, and, and one other thing, when the plant is still in growth, there's a difference between sticky and oily. Yeah. Oily is a nightmare. <clears throat> when you do that and it's like a spider web almost in your fingers, you're probably going to, if you're good at what you do, you're probably going to want to go with that, whatever strain you're holding right there. Those oily ones, they're a fucking nightmare sometimes. A hundred percent. And I don't know what like, the official term is. I call it oily. Yeah, but the, the greasy ones, right? It's like collecting yeah. and, and you actually have to like, it doesn't. Some of them like are literal. It feels like there's a, 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 like oil on your fingers until it gets sticky. It takes about 15, 20 seconds. I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then there's those ones that feel like grit in your hands right away. Like sand. Yeah. Those ones are always, for me, they just the happen choice. to work. And funny enough, a lot of the times <laughs> that I enjoy working with plants, like the gelatos and the mimosas, they're a much chalkier resin. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah. a chalkier resin. I know people are not going to agree with me on that. I like a chalkier resin. I like it. Yeah. I like, I like the, the texture that this stuff is. That you sent me. See, that's probably as wet as I would ever like anything for my yeah. own personal head stash. That would that's as wet as I would ever want anything. Mm-hmm. To me, that to me that's actually too wet. I think I have that here too. Yeah. No. I like it. I like it to be there's two different ways I like it. If it's dry enough that I can touch it in my fingers. You know what that's, I mean? That's like, my that's more where I'm at. Like a soap. I like yeah. a soap. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Or if it just it just, just depends on the circumstance for dabbing. Yep. Like if I'm if I'm you know using this thing, I'd rather it not be super sticky because I can get it down to the bottom, right? If it's a big banger, I don't really care. Uh, yeah, I'm not much of a carer to be yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah, it's it just it's just got to be fire. That's the important part. Yeah, thank God you know what I mean because that was probably a terrible explanation. No, it was great. As, and yeah, as and Chaz understands, so that's important. Okay, man. Well, you know, there's one last question here. Okay, let's do um, it. And it says, in your opinion, uh, why does some hash leave more of a residue in the banger? Oh, okay. This isn't even my opinion. It's just more contaminated. Yeah. That's it. There's, there, there shouldn't be any sort of uh, backlash or pushback to that statement. No. If, if there's remnants in your banger, it's contamination. It's yeah, it should melt like rosin. It's, it's plant material. Full, full melt. That's all it is. It if, 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 if whatever you're vaporizing doesn't vaporize, it was contaminated with something. So yeah. whatever didn't vaporize and is then left behind as a sedative of some sort, if you're there's a mass burn. there, yeah. that's yeah. contamination. Yeah. So again, regardless of how fancy the sticker or packaging or whatever it says, from a micron perspective of how it was washed, etc., your banger will always tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Your banger will always tell you the truth. That's the the way to go. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, that's about it. Is there anything you want to add? Anybody else you want to shout out? If you want to do the sponsors again? Um, Yeah. Oh, fuck. Supreme Rosin. um, Sasquatch, Rosin Presses uh fuck anybody that's ever supported me for that matter any in any way if you've ever bought a, a, a gram on the legal market the illicit market whatever um shout out to you yeah you know well, you you helped put me here even even all the people that hated me 
or hate me now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm doing something that you're you're paying attention to. Fucking right. Because I, I ain't doing anything bad, so I'm not going to feel bad about why you don't like me. Yeah, you're going to sleep easy at night for sure. I, bro, I fall asleep, so you could be a bomb going off next door. <laughs> I'm not waking up. <laughs> not happening that's what's up man well i really appreciate your time i um i like to sign off with this li- little statement i say guys thank you so much for sticking it out to the end and until next time i'm jesse b always baked but never burnt so cheers man have yourselves a good day have a great day everybody peace buddy full of my baby got a lamb Well, that's all that's growing arms for today, folks. First, I'd like to thank my team for being the undyingly supportive worker bees that they are. Secondly, my sponsors, for they bring more to the community and journey than I could ever have dreamed. Last, and as they say, certainly not least, our biggest buzz and gratitude goes out to you, our listeners. For without you, none of this would be possible. If you like our content, you've learned something new, or we simply make you smile, you can subscribe to the Autoflower Show's Patreon and we can sail these cannabis seas together. To stay completely in the loop, join us at theautoflowershow.com, at The Autoflower Show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and on all major streaming platforms. Until next time, I'm your host, Jesse B. Always baked, never burnt. Pretty mama, tell me what have you done?